Welcome to KG Education's Cultivating Connection podcast, enlightening conversations and guided meditations to inspire and connect educators. I'm Leah Oback. And I'm Devin Caldwell. We're the Kenton Girls, and together we make up KG Education. Through interviews and self-care practices, we'll share our passion for professional learning, wellness, and community to cultivate connections for educators everywhere. We believe that teachers are stronger and more impactful educators when they're connected and cared for, and it's our mission to support you with teaching, technology integration, and teacher wellness. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and our website at kgeducation.ca. Connect with us. We'd love to hear from you. And now for the most recent episode of our podcast. Welcome to KG Education's podcast, Cultivating Connection. We have a brand new episode to share with you today, focusing on mental health. My name is Devin Caldwell, and I'm half of KG Education. In today's episode, I'll begin by sharing some current research on mental health and teachers, and then I'll move on to discuss some strategies and actions that you can implement to support your mental health during this challenging time. Thank you so much for joining us today. For the past few years in education, mental health has emerged as a bigger priority. And with the global pandemic raging around us, mental health is something that is really important for all of us to pay attention to. The Canadian Teachers Federation released a survey on teachers' mental health, and they shared some notable findings. 74% of teachers are concerned with the mental health and well-being of their students. 73% have concerns or questions about getting their students what they need to be successful with online instruction. 44% of teachers stated that they have concerns with their mental health and well-being. I also took a look at some research from Statistica in the United States, and they've come up with some data that shares the top three concerns of people about the pandemic. The top concern is people are fearful of a loved one developing COVID. Second concern is the impact of COVID on their personal finances. And thirdly, people are very concerned with spreading the virus. So with this pandemic underway, it really has caused some unprecedented times and just some really unique challenges to our mental health and well-being. So in today's episode, I want to share some strategies for how we can cope and live our lives during these challenging times. So I was scrolling through Instagram and one of my friends had shared a post on reframing the pandemic. And I thought, oh, this is such a helpful chart. And we will share it on our Instagram for you to take a look at. And cognitive reframing is all about shifting your perspective. And yeah, that that's really what we need to do when Every week, we're presented with new challenges in our classrooms, um, devastating news about shifting from code orange to code red and what that means for all of us. So being able to reframe our thoughts is really key to our mental health. First of all, I, I want to give a disclaimer, though. Feelings are for feeling, and this isn't about ignoring how you feel. Cognitive reframing encourages you to stop and examine your feelings first, even give them a label. So label the feeling and then ask yourself, when I think this way, what am I missing? Is there another way to look at this? 
And is there a more reasonable or helpful conclusion that I can draw? So asking yourself those key questions, like when you're just feeling really discouraged or overwhelmed, um, asking yourself, you know, what, when I think this way, what am I missing? Is there another way to look at this? And is there a more reasonable or helpful conclusion that I could draw from this? Sometimes it's difficult to ask ourselves that, but it can be helpful to ask yourself, what would I tell a friend if they were sharing this with me? And sometimes you have better advice for your friends than you do for yourself. Another good question to ask is, what will I think about this in six months, a year, or five years? So using a reframe during these difficult times can help us find opportunity and meaning. So let me give you some examples. So let's say you're thinking 2020 is the worst, hardest year ever. Um, how many of us have thought that lately? I bet most of us. So a reframe to that would be 2020 is giving me an opportunity to evolve. A lot of us have thought these challenges are just too hard. When we were asked to completely empty classrooms and ensure six feet between every student, um, I know a lot of us thought like, no, this is just way too hard. Um, a reframe of that is I'm learning how strong and brave I really am. I think we've all felt everything is so out of my control. A reframe of that, I never did have control over the world. I choose to focus on what I can control. I know I've been guilty of saying this a lot. I just want things to go back to normal or when things go back to normal. Reframing that could look like, well, normal wasn't working. This is a moment to rebuild our world for the better. I've also said this to myself too. Um, I should be better at coping with this. Reframing that, I'm doing my best in a very hard time. And I keep reminding myself like, okay, Devin, this is your first pandemic. Be gentle with yourself. So those are just some suggestions for reframing things to help you think about them in a better way. And years ago, I was at a yoga festival and there was a speaker from Lululemon and her actual job title was CEO of happiness. And she focused on corporate mental health and well-being at Lululemon. And she said, our lives are defined by the stories we tell ourselves. And you can choose to tell yourself a really positive story, or you can tell yourself a really negative story that will be harmful to you. So think carefully about the stories you tell yourself. And by reframing things, you can look at them in a different light, and that will support your mental health and wellness, and it will also impact the people around you. So really consider trying to reframe your thoughts. Something else I wanted to share with you is from um, the first time I came across it was in Gabby Bernstein's book, Super Attractor. And if you read Gabby Bernstein books or other spiritual or personal development books, you might hear them referring to a spiritual teacher known as Abraham Hicks. And Gabby Bernstein shared about the Abraham Hicks emotional guidance scale. And basically what it is, is like a hierarchy or almost a continuum of feelings with joy, appreciation, and love at the top. And at the very bottom are feelings like fear, grief, depression, despair, powerlessness. Well, Gabby Bernstein talks about how when you're feeling those more negative, heavy feelings, what you can do to move yourself up the hierarchy or the continuum of feelings and she talks about the first step, of course, is to feel your true feelings, maybe attach a label to them, 
So really pay attention to how you're feeling. This isn't about ignoring or numbing out. And then she shares like, you can't just leap to joy. So if you are feeling discouragement, you're not going to be able to just leap to joy in, in one action. But she says, what you need to do is gently guide yourself back to joy by taking one small step at a time. So if you are feeling, um, say, despair and powerlessness, you can take a few actions to maybe move yourself up the hierarchy to feeling discouraged instead. And discouragement is a more positive feeling than despair. So how do you move yourself up? Well, there's a few strategies that I've used before and that Gabby Bernstein recommends. Um, one is gratitude. And Leah and I talk about gratitude all the time. Leah recorded a podcast episode on gratitude, if you want to take a listen to that. It is part of our teacher wellness kit that we're sharing for free. So gratitude, just reflecting on what you're grateful for. And Gabby Bernstein talks about playing the appreciation game. And what the appreciation game is, is if you're with someone else, you just take turns sharing things that you're appreciative for in that moment. They can be about anything. They can be about the person you're playing with. If you're on your own, you can either repeat in your head or just say things out loud that you're grateful for in that moment. And they could be really simple things like I'm grateful for my warm, cozy sweater right now. So going to gratitude and appreciation can help move you up into a more positive feeling. She also talks about there's a lot of value in distraction and fun. So instead of just sitting there wallowing, distract yourself. Do something, pick up the phone, call someone, do something you love or something that makes you have fun or feel joy. So distraction is key. And she said, lastly, always remember um, that someone's probably feeling worse than you. And a great way to move yourself up this scale is by being of service to others. So is there someone who needs to hear from you? Could you give someone a call or send them a text and write in their day? Is there an action you could take that would help other people get through this? And by doing that, you're going to feel better too. Um, I'm really fortunate in my school. We have people leaving great little surprises on our desks and in our mailboxes all the time that always bring a smile to our faces. So reaching out, helping your staff, connecting with your staff, is a great way to take your mind off how you're feeling and in the process, make yourself feel better. One other technique I've heard about, and it was shared with me by Melanie Phillips. She's a West Coast yoga teacher and Ayurvedic specialist. And she talks about just think one thought better. So again, you can't go from feeling worried to feeling elated. But she said like, think about how you're feeling in the moment and that negative thought you're having and then just think a thought that is just like one degree happier and that can be hard to do but she says like you really just need to have some in your back pocket you can always pull out so maybe you're feeling really worried about how you're going to teach um, online and in person at the same time and maybe you have that a positive thought of like a really great card that a parent gave you at the end of a school year and you think about the positive comments in that card. Or maybe you have a pet you really love and every time you think of your pet, you feel just a little bit better. So she says, focus on thinking a thought that is just one degree happier and that will kind of guide you back into a state of feeling better and happier. So those were just a couple of strategies I wanted to share with you. Cognitive reframing, Shifting your perspective is really important. And then the other one, of course, is that emotional guidance scale and using gratitude, distraction and fun and being of service to move yourself up the scale.
Lastly, I wanted to talk about questions. And asking ourselves questions are really powerful tools to redirect our focus. And when we're faced with bad news about the pandemic, asking yourself questions like, what am I grateful for? What am I proud of? What am I happy about? What am I excited about? Asking yourself those questions shifts your focus. And a really great way of thinking about this is our mental focus is like a camera lens and we can control where to zoom. So use these strategies to control where you focus and zoom in on your life. Of course, applying these strategies is, is helpful, but if you're in a really bad place, you probably need more than this. If you're trying all these things and you're still feeling really low, it would probably be a really great idea to reach out for help. And as educators in Manitoba, we're really, really fortunate to have access to the Educator Assistance Program, as long as we're a Manitoba Teacher Society member. And all you need to do is Google MTS Educator Assistance Program, and there is a toll-free number you call. It's 1-800-378-8811. That's 1-800-378-8811. And I know that they will set up appointments that are virtual, so you can access this from anywhere. Um, another thing you might wish to access is there are crisis phone services available by Health Region in Manitoba. So all you need to do is search Crisis Response Manitoba or Crisis Phone Services Manitoba. I will share the numbers for Prairie Mountain Health because that is the region that we are in. So if you're in the North Region, you call 1-866-332-3030. If you're in the South Region, 1-888-379-7699. I'll conclude this episode with a thought. I'm reading a book by Sarah Blondin right now. She's a spiritual teacher on the West Coast of Canada. And this line from her book just literally leapt off the page at me the other day. And she asked the question, can you remember when you began coping instead of living? And how often have we realized that we're just coping instead of living? We're just doing what it takes to put one foot in front of the other, deal with the next challenge. But a lot of the joy has been sucked out of life. And we find out that we're actually coping, not living. And I think many of us are just coping right now. And it's great if we're coping because it's better than the alternative, but it's not allowing us to experience all the wonderful aspects of life as if we were fully living. So if you discover, you know, upon hearing this or reflecting that, yeah, I, I am just coping, maybe it's time to work on applying some of these strategies, reframing your thoughts, and maybe reaching out for assistance or counseling if you think you need more help and guidance doing that. Of course, what I've shared in this podcast is no substitute for professional advice or recommendations. It's just some direction to help you get started. Leah and I would love to hear from you if you have any ideas or suggestions or resources to share, and we'll pass those along via social media. Thank you so much for tuning in today and take care. We will get through this together. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You can find more information about today's topic in the show notes. If you know another educator who'd enjoy this podcast, please share it with them. And give us some feedback too. We'd appreciate your rating and review in the app you're using to listen to this. Keep growing, learning, and taking care of yourself. The world needs educators like you.